are listening to Cold Lake Community Church Podcast. I hope today's message inspires you. Cold Lake Community Church, a place where families come together. Wow. <laughs> I am messed up tonight. Help me, Jesus. Yes, I am preaching tonight. My wife asked me if I'm preaching tonight. So, oh, how many of God is good tonight, amen? You're here on a Saturday night. Now, I don't know about you, but, you know, maybe in Cold Lake on Saturday nights, how many of a lot of people go to the bars on Saturday night? And, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but how many of God has given us the best wine right now. And he's actually, the Bible says that he saved the best wine for last. And so I feel like tonight, is it okay? Could we have a party tonight? I, like, I, I feel it tonight. I feel like for some of us, we've been a little uptight. And have you ever felt like life has made you a little uptight? And I feel like tonight that the oil of joy is going to flow tonight because the joy of the Lord is your strength. And I just, man, I want to, <laughs> oh man, Lord, help me tonight. Uh, I want to preach, but I'm just feeling the joy. I want to get happy. And some of us, I believe our laughing is going to drive sickness out of our bodies. I believe today, laughter, your joy is going to drive out pain. Some of you have been struggling with, um, whew, with pain all in your body, and I'm forgetting the name for it, Shabbat, arthritis. Right now, laughter is going to drive out arthritis today in Jesus' name. Who, you know what? How many know a merry heart is like what? A medicine. There's actual healing properties in a merry heart. And I felt like the Lord said this, that the river is flowing in this house. How many know there is a river? And there's a river of life. And if you read Revelations, it talks about the river of life that flows from the throne. And <laughs> everywhere the river goes, it brings life. So Lord, we just thank you for that river. How about you can drink of that river anytime? Listen, if you're hungry and thirsty tonight, God wants to fill you. How many want to be filled with God tonight, like an overflow? Not just a little dabble, do you? How many want the overflow of heaven tonight? <laughs> I said this the first night. Sometimes we got to prime the pump. But God's going to make the river flow. Oh, So here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a little activation. Some people might not know what this is. It's okay. You know why? Because how many know that we can access spiritual realities by faith? Jesus said, unless you become like a little child, you can't enter into the things of the kingdom. And I believe that today, God wants us to tap into spiritual realities that are here. Because for some of us, our bodies have been weak. And the Lord wants to strengthen your body tonight. And so here's what I want us to do. Can we all just stand up tonight? Oh. <laughs> Why don't we just put up our hands all over this room? Wow. Lord, today we just choose... The river of life today, God. Lord, we choose by faith to drink, a, drink from the river of life. Lord, we thank you tonight. Wow. Lord, for the, you've saved the best wine 
until last, God, Lord, we thank you tonight, God, that you're turning dead things to life. Lord, we thank you tonight for the oil of joy. Lord, we receive it in Jesus' name. <laughs> Lord, we receive it right now in Jesus' name. Foof. Oh, right now, Lord, we just receive it. Lord, we drink right now by faith. Come on, Lord, we just receive it. Lord, we thank you for right now in Jesus' name. Lord, we drink from the river today. Here's what I want you to do. <laughs> Take your hand. I want you to wave it at me. Man, you guys look really silly. No, I'm joking. I want you to take that lovely hand. I want you to put it on your belly. Now, some of us, we got a pretty nice belly. It's okay to flaunt it a little bit. But here's what we're going to do. I believe that there's, there's power and joy. And you know what? I've read my Bible. Guess what? We win. And I got something for you today. It's really easy to get happy when you have the breakthrough. But where are the people that are going to get excited now, right now, in the middle of everything that they're going through, in the midst of all the enemies? I'm telling you, the devil hates it when you laugh. You want to frustrate the enemy? You start laughing. It drives him crazy. Because how many know the devil has no joy? Zero. The devil's depressed. The devil's upset. He doesn't have any of the fruit of the Spirit. Man, I'm telling you, you want to get the, the devil, the enemy's mad at you, start laughing. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to speak oh, to that well in the inside of us. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and I call, this, I call this laughing class 101. Oh. So here's what you're going to do. Listen, don't think up here. Get in here today. I'm not talking to your mind today because some of you, you've thought too much and God is saying today, I want to minister to your heart. Let's be real. Our thinking hasn't done us a lick of good. You know what we need today? We need a God encounter. We got to stop trying to make things up and start to get into a place where we encounter the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. So ha, ha, ha. I want you to do this with me. Ha, ha, ha. Ho, ho, ho! <laughs> he, he, he! <laughs> ha, ha, ha! Ho, ho, ho! <laughs> he, he, he! <laughs> God, I'm asking tonight, some of you, you need the numbskull anointing. Everything is up in your head. It's all in here. It's, you've got the 20 questions. I'm telling you, God doesn't care about the 20 questions. When you get in the presence of God, your list, I'm telling you, gets burnt up. Poof. Whoa. So, Lord, for some of you, you know, there's some ladies here. You've been praying for your husbands. God, give my husband the numbskull anointing. Lord, mess him up. Let him come. Lord, he's going to come to church on Sunday. He's going to, why am I here? And all of a sudden, the oil's going to come on his head. He's going to, oh, what, what happened? I don't even remember. Oh, this is really good. Oh, oh, oh. Ugh. <laughs> wow. See, you can have a party right now. I, see, I'm telling you, too often we're waiting till heaven when heaven is waiting for us. And heaven is looking to have a party tonight. I'm telling you, the gospel is filled with joy. There's nothing, nothing like the gospel of grace. When you receive the gospel of grace, it changes everything because you realize Jesus Christ has done it all. It's not by might nor by power. Oh but by his spirit. I feel that tonight. I'm speaking to Cold Lake today because we're about to rejoice. So ha, ha, ha. 
Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> ah! Lord, give them the double tonight. Whew. Man, I'm telling you, I've been in meetings like this. I think, God, I don't look really good. <laughs> Honestly, I don't. You think I want to do this? I work with professional athletes, but I'm going to tell you something. They love this stuff. They pay for this. Well, I don't like the joy. Well, stop sucking on lemons. Oh, <laughs> listen, for some of us today, you know, you're, you're going to get breakthrough in your family when you receive the oil of joy. Because some of your family is thinking, you're a Christian? They're going to look at you differently after tonight. God wants to give you the overhaul tonight. God wants to mess you up. He wants to take you from a cucumber and make you a dill pickle. I'm going to tell you something. I don't really like cucumbers, but I love dill pickles. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh, God wants to give you back, I'm telling you, the joy of your salvation. <laughs> Whoa! If you think this is crazy, get ready for what's coming. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, Jesus, I just thank you. Come on, let's just lift up our hands one more time. There's, there's a thick glory in the house tonight. You know what it's doing? God is raining on us tonight. Some of you, you've been believing God. I'm telling you, the, the, the rain is here. Wow. I'm telling you, the latter rain is here. I'm telling you, it's right here in the room. Lord, just rain on us today, God. Refresh us today. Lord, I speak a blessing over every person that's here. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Lord, I just speak a revival rain over every person in this place, God. Lord, rain on them, God. Lord, we thank you that this is a new season, God. The hard ground is becoming soft. God, you're removing barrenness, and this is a time of fruitfulness. <laughs> well, you may be seated if you can. My goodness. TJ, this is your fault. <laughs> oh. Really? Some of you are like wondering, who in the world is this guy? Well, <laughs> my name's Samuel Robinson, and I'm very happy to be here. Very. And it's amazing. You know, I, 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 get, I, get the, <laughs> I get the privilege of doing this all over the world and, and releasing revival, and it's amazing how much the world is looking for revival. How many know today the world is looking for love and a good party? Do you know that the church is called to bring them both? Because the Bible says, The Bible says he brought me to his banqueting table and his banner over me is what? Love. Now, I'm going to be real with you. The King James Version chickened out because they, they put in banqueting table. You, you want to know what the real translation means? It means he brought me to his house of wine. Now I'm going to ask you a question. At a house of wine, do you ask for a Diet Coke? <laughs> Come on, somebody. Oh, some people, I could tell. There's some religion squirming, man. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, this is a different kind of service. 
<laughs> this is a service that we need today. You know why? We're too, I'm telling you, we're, we have a form of godliness that denies the power. I'm telling you, friends, too often we have good theology and we don't have enough application. And we, people know us by our words, but they don't respect us because we don't have the deeds. Because I could say right now, man, this is good. I could say right now, how many here believe in winning souls? You don't have to put your hands up. I would say every hand would go up. But if I said, how many people are actively winning souls? Most hands would go down. Do you know why? We believe a doctrine of winning souls. We don't have the reality of winning souls. And so here's what the Lord told me. Sam, tonight, I want to bring out my best wine. How many want the wine of revival tonight? You want the wine, like, I mean the best wine. And I was thinking about this as TJ was blowing things up. Oh, it's all your fault. Oh. <laughs> I literally saw, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out there today. I had a vision and I saw angels bring in big wine barrels in this room. And on, on the barrels, one of them had ladder rain. One of them had voice of healing. One of them had Welsh revival. One of them had book of Acts. And here's what God told me. I want to release the former and the new tonight. I want to release the old wine of revival. Because how many know the old wine of revival is awesome? But there's also a new wine that God's releasing. And he wants to give you the former and the latter rain. Oh, so Lord, we just receive it tonight. Lord, we just receive it. I'm praying tonight that the Holy Spirit, listen, I'm coming over here. This is going to be real good. Listen, too often uh, you wait for the preacher. Preacher's coming to you tonight. Oh, 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 oh. God wants to mess some people up tonight. Whoa. Lord, just release it on him right now. You know, the Holy Spirit, you know, we, we call him a gentleman, and, and I get what people are saying. But how many of the, the Holy Spirit, he wants to touch you so your life will never be the same. He wants to move on your life, wow, and give you an encounter that's going to mark you. You know, I was in a meeting. <laughs> Help me, Jesus. Oh. I was in a meeting in Calgary at a Chinese Pentecostal church. I didn't even know they existed. And I'm in like, I'm in like the ghetto of Calgary. It's like you're in this, I'm in this old Chinese Pentecostal church. And man, could those Chinese Pentecostals rumble. They're like, check out, just, just going for it. And I remember being in the meeting and the Holy Spirit told me, he said, Sam, do you give me 100% control of the meeting tonight? Can I tell you something, friends? Being real, a lot of times we come to services and we say, God, have your way. But there's a part of us that says, well, if it gets a little too crazy, I don't know. I need a little bit of control. But can I tell you something today? You know what God wants to do? Jesus wants to take your wheel tonight. And so I'm in this Chinese Pentecostal church. And God is moving, and we're going to see miracles tonight. I believe that the spirit of revival is going to move. Miracles are going to break out. Why? It's God's goodness. 
But you know what God wants to do tonight? He wants to break religious spirits tonight. He wants to break things open tonight. For some of us, we've been feeling like we've been crowded. It's under a brass heaven. God wants to bust them things open for you tonight. And so I'm in a Chinese Pentecostal church. <laughs> and there's all, and it's a great service, man. And I'm preaching and God's moving. We're seeing miracles. And I'm thinking, man, this is awesome. I'm being real. It's awesome. I know there's times when you're, you're thinking, come on, let's be real. You're like, man, I'm doing pretty good. And I'm in this meeting and God's moving. And the Lord speaks to me and says, that woman there who was this beautiful, uh, beautiful black lady. And I said, listen. And the Lord spoke to me. She has a bad hip. I want to heal her. Tell her that I'm going to heal her right now. So I'm like, excuse me, ma'am. Acting all confident. I'm like, can you stand up? She stands up. I said, okay, guys, right now, God's going to heal this woman in, every, in front of everybody's eyes. And everyone's like, they're like, ooh. Like, it's like, okay. Now I'm on the hook. Because I just told them that God was going to heal them. And so before I'm about to pray for this woman, here's what the Lord says. I want you to tell this woman, shake, baby, shake. <laughs> I'm thinking, God, no. No, 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 no. Not in the Chinese Pentecostal church, God. I can't do it. And I'm having a conversation with God. I'm saying, God, what about my meeting? It's going pretty good. I kind of want to come back. They got good Chinese food. <laughs> oh, here's what the Lord told me. Sam, I'm not interested in your good meeting. Will you give me control tonight? Am I really Lord of your life? And I remember looking at this lady and I'm, I'll be real. This is honestly, when you see people having the mic and they're always, they look confident. Like I said before, there's a part of them that's like, oh God, please help. And I'm looking at this woman. I'm like, okay, listen, I don't know how to put it to you. But the Lord told me if you would do this, you'd be healed. And I kind of told everybody that you're going to get healed. So here's what the Lord told me. Shake, and I kid you not, my voice went like this. Shake, baby, Shake. And I'm thinking, oh, God. I got to tell you something. That black mama started shaking those hips. Pop, 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 pop. She's like skiing moguls, man. She was just going down. And the power of God hit her. She was completely, totally healed. God started moving all in that place. Miracles started breaking out. God just blew up the whole house. Now, Here's the best part. <laughs> there was another pastor that was there at the Chinese Pentecostal Church. He had just came in from another province. He was the new Baptist pastor. And he thought it would be great to have more unity. So I'm going to attend this conference. Now, how many know there's a name for God? I like to call it Jehovah Sneaky. Just when you think you're like, I'm coming to a nice, safe meeting. Everything's going to be okay. God comes in and just, ba-bam! And you're like, wow, what happened? <laughs> and this guy is, look, deer in the headlights. He's like, hold on to his wife's head. Oh, dear God, what did we get ourselves into? 
Now, praise God, they were a good Baptist couple, so you know what? They stayed till the end of the service. But the time we decided to pray for people, I mean, they were trying to make a beeline to the door. It was the quickest thing I've ever seen. But you know what? The Lord spoke to me. He said, I want you to chase after that couple. So as that couple's running the door, I'm running after them. Hey, hey, hey. And they're like, oh, no, we've been caught. <laughs> and there they are. They're looking at us like, what's going to go on here? They're holding their hands. And it's like, honey, it's over. I love you. I said, listen, I said, I don't know you, but I, I, I just want to pray for you really quickly. And they're like, okay. <laughs> and so I looked at them. They weren't closing their eyes. They were looking directly at me. And so I closed my eyes. I'm like, okay. And I remember putting my hand on the husband's shoulder. I said, in Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you for a blessing. We released a blessing. Nothing, not, I didn't feel like a drop of anything. But I laid my hand on his wife. Praise God. Sometimes, some of you, you don't even realize today, you're a firecracker that's about to go off tonight. Because I laid my hand on this man's wife, and all of a sudden, she's like, ah! She starts shaking. I'm like, oh, this is different. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen this, but she starts to manifest. You know, I, some people are offended by manifesting. Honestly, I, I like crazy stuff. It makes my day amazing. I, I, I love it. The crazier, the better. Some people get offended. I'm like, bring it on. Listen, get ready, friends. There's people that are about to come in that are a lot crazier than you. Or I'll put it this way. Some of you used to be crazy in the world. And for some of us, we sold in our fun card. God wants to bring back fun in the church again. And so I'm there, and this woman, now i got to tell you, she starts manifesting. Now get this. She's got hair down, black hair down the middle of her back. She starts doing the helicopter. You ever seen the helicopter? And that hair starts a whipping. I thought she was going to take right off, so I'm talking to the husband. And that hair's a whipping, and you're going like this. You're like, wow, she's never done that before. Man, that's awesome. How are you doing? That's really nice to meet you. My name's Samuel Robinson. And she falls over. And she starts manifesting on the floor. Now she's flopping on the fish like a, a sorry, flopping on the floor like a fish. Brrr. And this guy's like, oh, dear Lord, what happened to my wife? So I kid you not, he runs out, gets the van. He, they had two kids. He picks up his wife who's flopping like a salmon out of water. He gets one of the kids to open the board. Billy, get the door open. They get the door open. They throw her in the van. It's better than a movie. And they slam the door and they drive off. Nice to meet you. Come again. Here's the testimony. He goes back to his house. His wife is still manifesting. She's freaking out. He's like, dear God, what just happened? He doesn't know what in the world is taking place. So he grabs her, throws her in her bed, fully clothed, shoes, everything, and he literally puts her on one side of the bed. He's half off the other side of the bed saying, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, help, 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 help. While they both fall asleep, she wakes up. She had the best sleep of her life. She's like, wow, what happened? He wakes up and he screams, oh, I'm on fire. The moment he says that, the moment he wakes up out of bed, for the first time he has a vision. It's his coworker who had a bad back. 
And he's known he's had a bad back for over 10 years. And the Lord speaks to him and says, if you would pray for your co-worker's back, he'll be completely, totally healed. Friends, I'm going to tell you something today. We don't just need more head knowledge. We need an encounter that touches our heart, that takes what we have up here and turns it in a place where it's a reality. Because the world is not looking just to hear about Jesus. They want to see Jesus through you. And so she, this guy wakes up, he goes to work, and he's driving. And he's like, I'm on fire, I'm on fire. I gotta pray for my friend, I gotta pray for my friend. Now he works in a telecommunications company. There's like 70 people on his floor. This guy gets into work, he's on a mission. He goes right up to his friend's cubicle and says, hey, I gotta talk to you. And the guy's like, bro, are you okay? He's like, listen, God wants to heal your bad back right now. And the guy's like, bro, what happened? He's like, right now, stand up. And the guy's like, okay now, of course, everyone's like, what in the world's going over to Bob over here, man? This is something's weird. And so he says, listen, right now, God wants to heal you. Lift up your hands. So the guy doesn't know anything. He's never been to church. So he goes like this. <laughs> now he's got the attention of the whole room. They're thinking, man, I've always heard about stuff like this. I should put this on YouTube. <laughs> Office blow-ups. And now praise God for this, this guy, my, <laughs> Pastor Bob. Praise God. You know why? Because in his zeal to see this guy healed, he forgets to pray for the guy and says, listen, right now, touch your toes. You know why he said that? Because I would pray for someone and say, listen, try something you couldn't do. And they would try something, and a lot of times when, and this is a good key because we're about to move in miracles in a bit, but when you activate your faith, with mine, I believe there's a transference that takes place. How many know you'll never know if you never try? And so this guy's like, dude, I can't move my, you know, I've got to, I can't move my back like that. I've been in so much pain. He says, move right now. He says, dude, I can't do it. He's like, I'll, he says, I'll just touch my knees. I can't touch the ground or I can't do anything. The moment he goes like this, his full, both full hands touch the ground. He's completely, totally healed in his work. Now, here's the best part. This guy that's not a Christian, as he's coming up, he screams, ah, my arms are on fire. <laughs> now, praise God, this, you know, Baptist minister was thinking, okay, okay, a fire, fire, where's fire in the Bible? Holy Spirit. Do you know the Holy Spirit? He goes, no. He's like, okay, that didn't work. Um, um, do you know Jesus? He's like, yes, I've heard of him. And in front of everybody, he led this man to the Lord. And he led that day over 50 of his co-workers to the Lord. And he started a church plant with 50 new people. <laughs> now that's good church growth. But what happened? It was somebody that caught something not here. They caught it here. I want to be recognized that I've been with Jesus. I'm telling you, there's people in here, God wants to release you into the nations. He wants to take you to places where you've never been. But God wants to give you a revelation of the Holy Spirit. How many know the Holy Spirit's the most amazing person? There's nothing like the Holy Spirit. And I, I got to share, this is good, I got to share some more stories tonight. I got the okay from the Lord. But how many know the Holy Spirit is less concerned about what the meeting looks like and more concerned about what the fruit happens after the meeting? And I remember I was with my dad one time. Man. We were in a place called, uh, we were in uh, Ontario and Hamilton, Ontario. And <laughs> my dad had just been spending time with the Lord and he was ministering that night. And I remember I was in the first row. There's probably like three, 400 people in the place. And he was ministering on the Holy Spirit. And it was so phenomenal. I didn't know this, but the Holy Spirit met with my dad, Charlie Robinson, and said, listen, Charlie, I want to go to the meeting with you. 
And for a whole 15 minutes, the Holy Spirit talked in his ear. How many would like the Holy Spirit to talk in your ear for 15 minutes and you're just speaking what the Holy Spirit's speaking? That'd be awesome. And I'm thinking, I've heard my dad before, but this is way better than anything my dad's ever preached. I'm like, my dad's awesome. And so all of a sudden he stops. After 15 minutes, he says, I'm done. I'm thinking, wow, dad, that was good, but not that good. Like, come on, where's some more? And I remember thinking, okay, something's happened in the room. And here's the best part. My dad said, okay, I want everybody, all the worship team to stand up. (laughs) And the worship team stood up and he said, Holy Spirit, touch these people. And when he said that, seven out of the eight members, I don't know if you've ever seen this before, but literally they flew back five feet. Plastic chairs were bumping all over the place. And the only guy that didn't get affected was the bass player. Now, I got to tell you something. This bass player was a big man. You know, we talk about sometimes drinking out of the barrel. He was the barrel. And I remember my dad said this. He said, God, Holy Spirit, don't forget the bass player. How many know the Lord likes to mess up some bass players tonight? And so the moment he said that the guy flies back 10 feet in the air, and he lands on a guy, I kid you not, that weighed less than 90 pounds. I mean, like wet 90 pounds. And landed on him. Bam! And the only thing that you could see of this 90-pound man was his head and his feet. I thought, dear God, we just killed someone. We're going to have to raise someone from the dead. Now, I don't know if you've ever, not in this church, but in some churches, we have what we call the useless ushers. You ever heard of the useless ushers before? It's the guy, they they love the Lord, but every time they get around the glory, they just fall out. Well, these two guys came running to pull this guy off. Well, he grabbed the one hand, and the other guy grabbed the other, and they both fell out under the power. (laughs) Ba-bam! What do you do? Well, the little guy. He was trying to move the big guy. He couldn't move him. He's under there. Help, help. The power of God starts touching this little guy. He starts laughing. And as he's laughing, the bigger guy's belly goes, boop, 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 boop. And the joy of the Lord hits that place. I mean, bodies were going all over the place. It was awesome. (laughs) I mean, it was amazing. And I remember we did a prayer line. And there was a guy there. I call him the dead guy. Have you ever seen people that literally they've been through so much in life, their face looks just pasty pale? And I remember we were about to pray. Me and my dad are about to pray for this guy. And here he is. And he's standing there like this. And as we're about to pray for him, he says, Benny Hinn has prayed for me two times. And I've never felt the power of God. Now, listen, I'm going to give you a hint right now. When I'm about to pray for you and you've never experienced the power of God, please don't tell me the 20 people that prayed for you before. Because I had faith and all of a sudden, this guy goes, Reinhard Bonkies prayed for me three times. I've never felt the power of God. This guy's praying. And you're like, your faith, it's like the bottom. And I'm like, oh, God. So we look at him and we say, okay, Father, we thank you for touching this man right now in Jesus' name. The moment we did that, he kind of, have you ever heard of the nesty plunge? He kind of did the nesty plunge. I kid you not, his arms were crossed. Now he really looked dead. (laughs) 
<laughs> so we're, we keep praying. And all of a sudden, it sounded like the, like the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Like, what in the world is that sound? Like, my, me and my dad are like, what is that? And we look back. It's this guy's teeth. I kid you not. It was like God took his toe and put it in a 220 light socket. And this guy's teeth was going. What do you do? <laughs> See, we, sometimes we pray for things and we don't realize the answer that God gives us is so beyond our understanding. Friends, I'm going to tell you something today. We have to trust in the Lord with all of our heart and lean not on our own understanding. Because in that moment, you can think, man, that's a distraction. So you know what? We went up to this guy and we cleared everybody away, of course. <laughs> and we're like... We're going to find out if this is the Lord. Is it good or is it bad? And this guy goes, I feel the power of God. And of course, we're like, more, Lord, more, Lord, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More, Lord. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes God wants to just mess you up. He wants to mess you up. He wants to take all the water of the word and turn it into wine. Do you, know that, do you know that when Jesus turned water into wine, there were six water pots between 20 and 30 gallons each? Do you know what that is? That's between 120 and 180 gallons of wine for a group of people that drank the place out. You ever thought about that? And don't tell me it was like non-alcoholic. Come on. I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm not preaching drinking. I'm telling you this right now. What I am preaching is don't hinder the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is more jealous about your prophetic words than you are. And he wants to do a work in you beyond what you can think or imagine. But too often, our minds are in the way. And sometimes our mind is the biggest enemy. And God wants to pour out his spirit on you, just like he did in Peter, where Peter, 50 days before Pentecost, he denied Jesus. But after he had a touch with the Holy Spirit, he preached in front of thousands and thousands got saved. Friends, I, I'm a product of the Holy Spirit touching my life. I remember, oh, the first time the Lord touched my life, I, I went on a missions trip to South Korea. You guys, I was a basketball player. I never wanted to be a preacher. Are you kidding me? I loved the church, but I thought, God, I want to play in the NBA. I was one of the top-rated basketball players in Canada. I had scholarship to the University of Washington to play NCAA basketball. That was my life. My dad, Charlie Robinson, is, he holds the record for most points scored in Canadian basketball college history. That's a lot of points. And I remember, I just wanted to play basketball. I never knew that God had this reality for me. I remember the first time I ever went on a, on a trip, it changed my life. Because I knew God here, but I didn't know him here. And I remember going on a trip, it was to South Korea. I've been to South Korea now over 10 times. And I'm in a meeting, and there's an evangelist, he's preaching. And he's like, right now, God wants to heal somebody. I'm like, come on, praise God. And he said, there's a woman here that your leg is shorter than the other. Come to the front. And so this woman comes up. She has a leg six inches shorter than the other. I'm thinking, God, this is a creative miracle. How many are ready to see creative miracles in this season? 
you guys, she comes up to the front and they bring a chair. This is a massive church, a few thousand people, big screen, and she comes up to the front. And I still remember this. The minister was about to pray and he stopped and he said, Sammy, come here. Now I'll be real, I was looking for a South Korean Sammy. I'm like, he's not gonna ask me. This meeting's been over the top. I've never prayed for anybody before. And he looks at me, he says, what are you doing? Come over here. Now I'm, all, I'm on the far side and there's this woman. Now how many know from here to here, you have a lot of time to think. And I'm like, oh gosh, Shabbat. You wanna talk about one of the highest form of prayer? It's called panic prayer. Shabbat, oh God, help, 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 help. Lord, you need to show up. God, if you don't show up, all the people that got saved are gonna get unsaved tonight. God, help. And I remember looking at this woman and she was looking at me and I'm looking at her. I'm thinking, God, I need your help right now. Because you know what? It didn't matter what I knew here. In that moment, what I knew here wasn't going to heal her. Only Jesus Christ can heal her. Your knowledge can't heal somebody. It's your relationship with Jesus that changes everything. Jesus isn't looking for people that know about him. He's looking for people that want to know him and love him and walk with him. And I'm there, and I'm looking at this woman. And I'll be honest, here was my prayer. I said, God, heal this person in Jesus' name. That was it. I prayed the prayer that the preacher prayed before. The moment I said that, her leg grows out like this. What? Six inches. The whole place freaks out. Oh, I'm thinking, come on. <laughs> what? I'm thinking, come on. Let, let's put it on the big screen. Let's put it on instant replay. But I had a revelation. I had a revelation that day, two things, that your Bible today, it's not just a good book filled with stories. Your Bible today is a book of possibilities to those who believe. You want to read your Bible? Read it to get to know Jesus and say, God, what they saw in the Bible, I want to see in my life. You want to get hungry for the Bible? You start moving out in the things of God. You say, God, you moved through the disciples. Jesus, you healed the lame. You healed the blind. You healed the deaf. God, I want to see it now. It changes everything. Lord, I thank you, God. Release it. It'll change your life. It'll change your life. It'll change the way you read the word when you see it as a place of possibility. The second thing I realized is God is no respecter of persons. What he can do for one, he wants to do in another. But too often, we give up so much in here. We say, God can't use me. I'm this way. I've got these things going on. And we lose it in here and we don't even try. God wants to set a generation free from the discouragement that's in their mind. And I remember that day, and it changed my life because I realized that God was real, that he had a plan for me, and he wanted to use me for something bigger than what I ever thought possible. 16 years old, I gave everything up. I gave up my scholarship. I told my dad, I can't do this. I can't play basketball. I lay it down because I know there's something more. How many know there's something more for your life tonight? There's more. God wants to touch your family. He wants to heal your body because you have a destiny. doesn't matter how old, how young you are. You have a purpose that's beyond what you can think or imagine. I remember going home. I had no Bible school training. I just had an encounter with Jesus and parents that loved me. 
And I remember going out to school. When I got back, I was so on fire. I said, listen, guys, God moved in my life. We, I believe that God can move in miracles. How many know the devil is a liar? And God can move in miracles, and he still moves in power, and he still loves you, and he's still good, and he wants to touch your body tonight. And he wants to break off discouragement because I believe your miracle's in the room tonight. And so I went home, and I just said, we got to believe for the 16. We didn't know where to go. We had no training. I just got a couple people together that love God that said, you know what, there's got to be more. So you know what we did? We thought, God, where would be a good place to do ministry? We thought, you know what, why don't we go out to the bar, outside the bar, at 1 o'clock in the morning and pray for drunk people? That's what we thought. Because you know what our thinking was? Three 16-year-old guys, you know what our thinking was? Drunk people love everybody. So I told my dad, I told my dad, that was my thinking. I told my dad, I'm going to a prayer meeting, which was true. We prayed from 11 to 1. And then at 1 o'clock, we went out to the old, there's only one bar in Abbotsford. We stayed outside. Here's three 16-year-old kids standing outside a bar, smiling and giddy, <laughs> waiting for potential prayer targets. We had no idea. We knew nothing. But what we did know is that Jesus touched our lives, and we were never the same, and we had to do something about it. And I still remember there was a man, Kevin, he goes, he's a leadership in a friend of mine's church now. But this man came out, he was plastered. And we went up to him, we're like, oh, this is going to be fun. We walked up to him, we said, hey, listen. He's like, we're three 16-year-old kids. He's like, what's going on? He's like, we want to pray for you. We believe God has a word for you. And he's like, lay it on me. <laughs> I'm like, I love this. I know there's wisdom. But can I tell you something? Too often wisdom... Man's wisdom says, well, you know what? You need to not talk to someone until God talks, you know, tells you to talk to somebody. You know what man's wisdom says? Well, unless you get an encounter, unless God speaks to you, don't talk to anybody. That's a joke. You know what God's wisdom is? You keep talking about God until God tells you not to talk about him. Because as you open up your mouth, he's going to fill it. But it's time to open up our mouths in this season. Actually say something. So this man says, lay it on me. And we said, okay, in Jesus' name, we thank you for healing. We thank you, God, for the word that you have. We thank you that you want to deliver him now. The moment we said delivered, his head shot back, and he was instantly sober. And he's like, what the beep? I won't mention the words in church. What the beep is going on? And he tries to run away, and his feet are stuck on the floor. And he's going like this. What did you do to me, man? What did you do? And we're like, we've got a you know, perfect audience right now. So we start praying over this guy. And we're releasing prophetic words. As we're doing this, the power of God touches him. He starts to cry. He says, you guys don't know me. He said, because of addiction. And he pulls out, he has a necklace. And he pulls out of this necklace. He opens it up. And it's a picture of a, his wife and his kid. who They were divorced at the time. He said, because of addiction and drugs, he said, I lost my family. He says, I've got hep C. He's like, I'm a mess. Do you think God could use a mess like me? And three 16-year-old kids outside of a bar in Abbotsford, B.C., we said, Jesus loves you. He's got a plan for you. And we prayed for that man. The moment we prayed for him, the addiction to drugs and alcohol was broken. God healed his body and restored his marriage. 
Because that's the power of the gospel. It's not just to save you from sins, but it's also to heal your body. Because that's the love of the Father. He doesn't just want to give you a little bit of a gift. He wants to give you the full meal deal. Because he's so good. And he loves you. And he understands where your pain is. And he understands frustration. But I'm telling you, friends, he has the power to change it tonight. Lord, raise up a generation out of Cold Lake, God. Like Daniel eleven thirty two. But those who know their God will be strong and carry out great exploits. God, release a generation out of Cold Lake, God, that's going to move in great exploits. Whoa. Whew. Thank you, Lord. I, I just, man, I, I just feel the, the power of God's here right now. Is this okay? I feel like there's faith in the room tonight. I do. I feel like, you know what? God wants to move in miracles tonight. Just in the atmosphere. Friends, I was just in Ottawa another time. I was doing a tent revival meeting. A woman came in with brain cancer. Her mom had brought her to the meeting. She was not a Christian. She phoned up her mom a few days before and said, Mom, I've got terminal brain cancer. I just found out I've got days to live. I want to spend time with you. You know what her mom said? Praise God for a woman of faith. I'm telling you, there's a lot of moms in here. You are women of faith. You're standing for your kids. God is about to give you family revival in this season. You're about to have kids that are on fire. You know why? Because I had a mom that didn't give up for me. And you know, she sowed with tears and now she's reaping with joy. I'm telling you, moms, don't give up for your kids because this is your season of your kids serving the Lord. And praise God for this mama of faith. And she said, listen, I'm going to a conference. I want you to come with me because we're praying for the sick and I believe that God wants to heal you tonight. And she's like, oh, okay. I, I, I don't know what to do, but sure, I, I want to spend time with you. They sit in the very back during the preaching. There was an atmosphere, the presence of God all of a sudden, she feels a hand go into her head and starts massaging her brain. And she feels like electricity is going up and down her body. And she starts freaking out. And she turns to her mom. She's like, there's a hand in my brain. <laughs> Nobody laying hands, just in the glory. How do you know you can receive a miracle right now in your seat? You don't have to wait for me to try to call out a word of knowledge to pray for you. We're, sometimes, I'll be real with you, sometimes we're looking for the spectacular that we miss the supernatural. I'm going to say that again. Sometimes we're looking for the spectacular that we miss the supernatural. I believe that Jesus is walking in this room right now. It's not about the person with the mic. It's all about him and that you can pull on your miracle right now. And so this woman's freaking out. Oh, my goodness. She's like, I, I feel something's going on. The next morning, she had her last MRI. She goes in, and they have an X-ray. And in the X-ray, they bring it. The whole family's there. She was completely totally healed, and the whole family got saved because of that one miracle. Come on. Whew. We hope you've been blessed by this teaching from Coley Community Church. Thank you for your continued support of this ministry. Holy Community Church, a place where families come together.